0: Hey folks, it's Doug Thornell. I'm joined by my partner in crime, Adrian Elrod. Hey Elrod. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? Good. So it's everyone's favorite time of the week. It's our Electables Power Five. Elrod, why don't you kick us off? Who is number five in your rank?
1: So my number five is the same as last week, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Um He had a really strong first fundraising quarter. Um, I mean, he's got a very small team, very small apparatus. He raised um, $7 million plus. Um, And he's charismatic. He's got the goods right now. Um, He is uh, my number five.
0: I agree with you. He is my number five, too. You mentioned the fundraising. He also seizes all the moments when he was uh, in Austin for a uh, town hall for CNN, when he did Morning Joe on MSNBC. He seems to seize all of these moments uh, and take advantage of them. So he's my number five as well.
1: I'm with you. My number four slipped a couple notches. Joe Biden. Um, Joe did not have the greatest week. He is not in the race yet. Um, this is the week that, uh, Joe was accused by several women of not sexual harassment, but making them feel a little uncomfortable. I've been pretty actively defending him on television, um, and on Twitter, but I think that this is probably indicative of what's to come. I mean, when you are a front runner, um, and we saw this with Hillary Clinton's campaign as well. You are attacked for everything under the sun. And in this case, in particular, both from the left and the right, people are seizing on one of his greatest assets, which is the fact that he's very empathetic, that he connects with people. And they're using that um, as trying to create a negative from that sort of like a Karl Rove strategy, right? And I have not been overly impressed with his handling of this. I think his team has done a good job, but I think he had another blender today at an event when he sort of joked about this. So um, with that being said, if this is how things are going to go, if he gets in the race, then um, I don't see him uh, getting very far and I'm going to keep him at number four right now.
0: My number four is Beto O'Rourke and Beto had a good fundraising number that he uh, showed everyone this past week. It wasn't, fantastic you know and, and in fact when you think about 2008 both Barack Obama and uh, Secretary Clinton Senator Hill, Senator Clinton at the time raised over 24 or 25 million dollars no one came even close that was in the first quarter so no one has come close to those numbers I don't think anyone has really lit up lit up the field or captured anyone's imagination yet I think that's gonna happen but uh, I was you know Beto's numbers were fine they didn't knock my socks off and so um, you know, I'm going to keep him at my uh, number four. That's where he was last week for me.
1: My number three is Kamala Harris. Kamala had a really outstanding q one raising over twelve million dollars um in very small dollar increments. And I think the thing about Kamala is she came out of the gate very strong, did a lot of interviews, had a huge rally, of course, in Oakland, attended by over twenty thousand people. And since then, she's been sort of laying back, laying low but also coming out when there's a really big, strong policy announcement that she wants to make. I th- thought there was a very smart, just by a sheer coincidence, but a really smart contrast on the day that the Mueller report, or investigation rather, was concluded. Um, Kamala was at an event announcing that if she were president, one of the first things she would do is give teachers a much-needed pay raise. So the contrast was very smart. Um, I think she's um, steadily plodding along, and uh, her team is making some really smart moves. So with that, I put her at number
0: three. My number three last week was Kamala. And this week it is Joe Biden. Um, He uh, you know, look, I don't think we need to spend a lot more time on uh, some of the issues he's been dealing with this week. Um, He's not in the race yet either. um, And so I will uh, generally show deference to the folks who have actually gotten into the race and stood up campaigns and have, um, you know, uh, campaigned around the country. So right now he is my number three.
1: My number two is Beto. Again, decent-ish fundraising quarter, but one of the reasons why I keep him um, in the, you know, top few is that Jen O'Malley, one of the biggest geniuses in our party, um, is his campaign manager. She is going to figure out how to take this movement that he's created and actually turn it into a functioning machine that can achieve big wins for him. So, um my long odd bets are that he is one of the top three going um into the debates and uh, it, and it only increases his lead from there so I put him at number two uh
0: my number two is I think I got confused here <laughs> when I did Sanders is no I'm sorry oh God sorry guys. Pete was my number five. Beto was number four. I had Biden as my number three. And number two for me was Kamala Harris. Uh, And uh, again, she had a good fundraising period. uh, And she has just done everything so far pretty right uh, in terms of the nuts and bolts of a campaign. And I think she has one of the most obvious paths to the nomination. Um, Do extremely well in Iowa, win South Carolina, um, do well in Nevada. Um, and then ultimately on Super Tuesday, clean up there with California and a number of southern states. So she is my number two.
1: Drum roll. Can anybody make the drum
0: roll? Uh,
1: my number one is Bernie. He's my number one. I mean, hell, he raised 18 million dollars in the first quarter. Um, of course, we all know the. Historic numbers in his first 24 hours, um, 40% of his donations were from new donors. Um, He shattered everybody else's fundraising totals. The guy has got longevity. He's got staying power. Anybody who doesn't take him seriously, that is to their detriment. So with that, and by the way, I think that the more crowded this field becomes, the stronger the chances are that Bernie, I mean, Bernie's base is so solid. And I think the larger this field becomes, the more solidified his base becomes, and the, the the better he is able to raise money and, uh, and keep this momentum going. The question is, does he have a delegate strategy in place that will allow him to actually turn this support into delegates?
0: My number one is also Senator Bernie Sanders. Um, he, a lot of the money he raised was actually from new donors, too, which was impressive. Uh, and my questions with him uh, really center around his ability, again, to appeal to um, people of color, and I don't necessarily see much clear evidence of that right now. I know he's making more of an effort, and he's definitely got supporters out there and influencers who are out there, and, um, and he was at the National Action Network this past week, as were most of these candidates. Uh, but
1: How was he re- received at NAN? Um,
0: I, I haven't actually, read the re- I actual words. Me neither. Uh, I didn't see the reviews but um he's got look I think he has a solid base of support we talk about Donald Trump's hardcore 35 40%. He looks like he has about 20 to 25% of the party that is solidly behind him. Um and if he can build on that uh then he's going to have a you know he is in my book he is the front runner right now.
1: Yeah. And
0: um and uh of all the people in he is the front runner even with Joe Biden and I think he is the front runner.
1: And by the way, really quickly on that note, I think the media needs to quit making up excuses sometimes for Bernie and realize that he is the front runner and he should be treated as so. I think, to an extent, Joe Biden, given how much coverage he's been getting over the past few days about um, some of these accusations, the media has been so focused on him. But really, he's we're not dealing even in with, the race. He's not even in the race, and. By the way, Bernie Sanders has not released his tax return, and nobody's really talking about that. There's some social media noise on it, but it's not driving um, segments on the cable nets. So I just think that if there's any reporters out there listening, you know, treat Bernie Sanders the way you guys treated Hillary Clinton at this time in 2015. He is the frontrunner. He should be treated as if he is the frontrunner.
0: That's the Power Five. Nice job, Elrod. You too. Uh, And for uh, Adrian Elrod, I'm Doug Thornell. We will see you all next time.
1: See you next week.